When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Heard at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Herdat Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're live from the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, the H&H Chevrolet Stage. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me as well. What's up? We are continuing to talk Nebraska football, but, you know, you can't talk about sports in Nebraska without talking about our friends at Warhorse Sportsbook. They are the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets you can either do it at the casino in lincoln or here in omaha at horseman's park 6303 q street you can bet on nearly every major sporting event with straight bets parlays props live in-game bets which are all accepted at the warhorse sportsbook you can create your bets on the bet builder portion of the app and then go to the kiosks either in lincoln or in omaha and place your wagers in person visit warhorsecasino.com slash sportsbook or get the warhorse casino app for details and a full list of house rules warhorse sportsbook no bets no glory uh wanted to touch on a little bit more of that casey thompson stuff because we had a comment earlier in the youtube Mm -hmm. stream about how they didn't want casey thompson to be kind of the de facto quarterback coach because he had had kind of a average to mediocre career as a player um and first of all, I think Casey Thompson could be an excellent mentor in that room. I don't disagree that they still need a real quarterback coach, which we can get to. But you had a little, you had a little, uh, you took a little exception to part of that comment. Yeah. So the comment was, let's get a real quarterback coach, not some former player who didn't really do much in his college career. And my instant reaction to that was, how many coaches out there didn't do much in their college careers? Like the the best coaches are the ones that didn't have elite careers. Actually, I would just say that because the majority of coaches are the ones that didn't have elite careers. Because why? Well, their time in the league or in college was Mm short-lived, and they were shifted to do something different. Let's take Garrett McGuire, for example. I'm not saying he's the best wide receiver coach out there, but when he was playing for Coach Rule at Baylor, 
He actually wasn't playing. Yeah, he didn't play. He was on the bench, and then he got shifted into this so-called role of coaching wide receivers, mentoring young wide receivers, and boom, now he's a wide receivers coach in college football, and he's being talked about as one of the best young coaches Mm -hmm. in the college football game, not only because he is, what, 22 years old? uh, 23, I think, maybe? (laughs) Something like that. He's about the age of all my coworkers at Hurtat, but yeah. Pretty close. The average age of her dad, 23 years old. Uh, and Maybe we should hire Garrett McGuire. Let's see what he's doing. Is he busy? Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> he's doing something, and he's doing something well. Uh, but he's also been successful on the, rec- on the recruiting yeah. trail, and not he, only I'm, in-state. And he's already coached in the NFL. I mean, he's, right. he was an assistant with Rule at the Panthers. But the majority of guys aren't the best on their no. team. Tom Brady could coach someday, yes. But is he going to be one of the greatest coaches out there? I don't know. You know, Matt Rule's another great example. Yeah. At Penn State, he was a linebacker. Yeah, walk-on linebacker. He's a, a nothing walk player. walk-on. That was the key term there is walk-on. Now he is looked at as one of the top coaches in college football. Like, there are so many examples out there where you don't have to be the ultimate player think, to be the ultimate coach. And in a lot of ways, you become the ultimate coach by sitting on the sidelines and sitting in the film room and studying the game differently because you're trying to – uh, impact and elevate your number one job in the room. Well, and the other thing that you run into with super successful players uh, versus kind of these mediocre players when they try to get into coaching is the super successful players usually have a level of physical ability that makes the game a little bit easier for them, right? Not that it's easy, not that they don't work hard, not that they don't do all the other things that these other players do, but when you have a certain level of physical ability, the game comes a little bit easier to you. And so when you've got these really, really high-level players, it can sometimes be really challenging to be a good coach because you don't understand what less talented guys go through and what they need to be able to succeed, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're listing off guys that were like nothing player. Like Nick Saban was a defensive back at Kent State. Okay, cool. Kent State in the 70s, who cares, mm-hmm. right? That's not, a, that's not a special player. Nick Saban, best college football coach of all time. I mean, you can go down the list. Kirby Smart, uh, Urban Meyer before he retired, whatever he's doing right now. Like all of the great coaches in college football, pretty mediocre in terms of their playing career. And I do think part of it is because when you're not a super talented player, to even get to that level, you have to have everything else on point. You have to have everything else, the mental part of the game, the preparation part of the game. You're basically coaching yourself just to get to that point. And then it becomes easier to coach player to coach other players as well. So I agree with you that you don't have to be a great player to be a great coach. In fact, I think it often works the opposite. The other thing is I do think they're bringing in a real quarterback coach also, right? Like I – fully believe and the name that I've heard is Glenn Thomas I fully believe Glenn Thomas is going to be brought in to be the quarterbacks coach and either the co-offensive coordinator with Satterfield who will move back over to tight ends or the pass game coordinator which is essentially a co-offensive coordinator okay he Glenn Thomas has worked with coach rule in the past he was there at Temple with him as a quarterbacks coach and as an offensive coordinator he was with him at Baylor as a quarterbacks coach and as an offensive coordinator. Um, he has stayed. He stayed in college after Coach Rule went to the NFL. 
He's been an NFL quarterbacks coach with the Falcons. He is an offensive assistant with the Steelers right now. Here's why this makes a lot of sense, not just the history with Rule. What's going on with the Steelers' offense right now? Matt Canada, offensive coordinator, already been fired, probably doing a total overhaul on that staff. Glenn Thomas has a history with Matt Rule, is obviously probably going in to be looking for a job this offseason. It, it was never the intention originally of the staff to have Marcus Satterfield coaching the quarterbacks. That was never the intention. It was supposed to be Jake Peets. Satterfield was supposed to be coaching tight ends. And when Jake Peets backed out of the quarterback job, they ended up going with uh, Satterfield at quarterback coach and offensive coordinator. This is going to be a lot closer to the staff setup that Coach Rule has had in the past. Last year was kind of a stopgap because he didn't want to make sort of a panic hire to fill a quarterback spot with guys that he either didn't know, didn't feel comfortable with, whatever. This, I think... I'm pretty confident this is what's going to take place. It's going to be Glenn Thomas, Marcus Satterfield in very similar roles to what they've been under Coach Rule in the past. And I think it's important to have both Glenn Thomas or a quarterback's coach Mm -hmm. in the room along with Casey Thompson, but I still don't think it's necessary at the end of the day. Now, uh, hear me when I say that because Casey Thompson – just I, I've seen him prepare. Like I, I, I've heard how he prepares. I guess I, I should. I haven't physically seen him, mm-hmm. but I, I've seen things um, before, and I've heard from uh, members of the coaching staff on how Casey Thompson prepares to have enough faith to know that he can be a really good quarterbacks coach someday. But the reason why I think it's important to have a quarterbacks coach in the room is because you have a guy like Dr. Entering. Mm-hmm. It. I. W- I. I still don't think it's necessary. But I think it's important. Now, there is there is a differentiation between those two terms for me, and some may look at that as no, I think it's pretty necessary because you have such a young kid coming in. But knowing the talent he already has, I don't know how much a quarterbacks coach will end up doing for his development that members of this coaching staff can't do for his development right now. Mm-hmm. So by just bringing in that veteran presence into the room, I think that really helps bridge the gap in terms of what you're looking for out of a true quarterbacks coach and what Casey Thompson can offer mm-hmm. as a quarterback mind. Yeah, so I think the, the difference for me here is I agree Casey probably has the ability in the long run to be that type of guy. When you're bringing in a guy like Dylan Rayola, though, you want somebody that's done it before. That, to me, is why you need Glenn Thomas still, is because you you really can't roll the dice on a guy who hasn't done it before yet in Casey Thompson. I think having Casey Thompson in the room is a terrific idea. I think having a quarterback coach who has done it before, who has helped mentor a Charlie Brewer and a, uh, a Washington from, from Temple into a NFL player is really, really important because there's a track record of having done it. He's done it at the NFL level. He's done it at the college level. Whereas Casey Thompson is more would be more of like a Garrett McGuire type. You could take a chance on Garrett McGuire because you have confidence in his ability and you don't have anybody in that room that's like, hey, you cannot mess this up. You have a lot of guys that are like, hey, I think they're going to identify with Garrett McGuire. I think they're going to like this guy. I think he's a good coach. 
With Dylan Rayola, they have to get it right. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned that saying in the room, and I think that's important because you can look at that from the quarterback's coach point of view, but I think that's – I think that's really uh, why Casey Thompson in the room is is important to be that acting figure. But Dylan Rayola's contact list is so large in terms of who he can mm-hmm. touch base with and be kind of a so-called out-of-room quarterbacks sure. coach for him. I mean, Mitch Sherman wrote a great article on how Dan Orlovsky – pretty yeah. much molded been Dylan mentoring. Rayola yeah. and has been really been a great mentor for him. He'll still have those connections outside of the and room. He's got the quarterback coach that coaches Mahomes as well. Christensen, I think his name right. is. Right, so because he has all yeah. those connections outside, that's why I don't think it's necessary inside of the room because you already have – Well, and I'm assuming Casey Thompson's going to be there when I say already have him in the room. So here's the big difference for me is, and then we're going to get to Mike Schaefer here coming up at the top of the hour. The big difference for me is all those guys are more quarterback skill coaches. Glenn Thomas can help mold those skills into the offense as well. It's a more direct coaching of what needs to happen in the offense, not just what can make you a better quarterback overall. That, to me, is where Glenn Thomas would bridge the gap as a quarterback coach in the room, uh, if that makes sense. Coming up, we've got Mike Schaefer from Husker 24-7. Wonder if he's been busy this week. Uh, And let's see if we've got any other surprises coming Nebraska's way tomorrow. All that and more coming up on Herd Sports Radio.